T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. New Orleans style music here on 610 Sports Radio. We've uh, we've lost another of the uh, stalwarts of college basketball. Who? Doesn't sound like it was his own doing. Oh, Bohemian. Yeah. Uh, Jim Beheim. Did they play his Rhapsody when he walked out of there? Jim Beheim is not returning as head coach of the. Syracuse Orange next year. That's a shame. Losing in the conference tournament on the last second three to Wake Forest. I think this is a bigger overall college basketball story than it is a Syracuse story. And I, I do feel like it was interesting that they said he is not returning. Yeah, they're not giving you a chance to say whether or not you're coming. Yeah, you're not returning. You're no He's longer not retiring. Away. Right. It doesn't appear at this point in time. He did not step down. Right. I think they got to the point where they announced he is not returning. This was Bayheim. After the game yesterday, I've just been lucky to be able to coach this long. I, I think you missed it. <clears throat> I gave my retirement speech on the court last Saturday, and I gave it in the press conference afterwards, and nobody except William, William Payne figured it out. Are you saying right now that you're, you, you're going to retire? This is up to the university. You, you want to come back? I didn't say that. Uh, okay, but, so what are you saying? You're not saying you're retiring, but you're not I just saying... said it. I don't know. So you don't know. Okay. I said this is up to the university. And you, you're not sure whether you're... When will you, when will, how will you make a determination about when you will come back? You're talking to the wrong guy. Why be like that? That's the last thing people are going to remember about you. Still combative with the media. Just... Just answer the question, say it's been a great run, man, and, and have reflection. Well, and only William Payne got you retired. The other, Who the hell's that, William I Payne? Wasn't he the covers, guy found of Pennsylvania? Somebody covers a team, I guess. But uh, just answer that. What, what is it? You're, what is it you're doing? Are you, are you saying you you're, they're going to force you out now and you don't want to? What? Like stop beating around the bush on this one. But right. apparently, that's probably part of the reason why they're like, okay, you're you're, you're done. You're are you going to retire yeah. or not? Yeah, you're out. Uh, so. He has not said he's retiring, but college basketball does like him or not, and I typically not liked him. Respect the fact he's been there a long time, and Syracuse is a name program mm-hmm. and what have you. He seems like a grouch to me that I would not want to hang around with on a daily basis. And he picks his nose. But 
fact is we've lost another giant in the world of college basketball. And that's and the story. College basketball has been built on the the guys on the sidelines for years. Right. And Kay is gone. And Roy is gone. Mm-hmm. Now Jay Wright is gone. Right. And Bayheim is gone. Who's left? All the legends that ran college basketball for all intents Self and purposes. And Izzo and Calipari. And, Calipari. and that, that's it. Good from the 913 contract may play into getting fired versus retired. That is true. Absolutely. That's a great point. Absolutely. Fantastic yes. point. Do not, yeah. do not retire. Right. Do not quit. Right. Make do, them pay you. That's right. There is part of that. There too. is part of that. That's a fair point from the 913. Actually, it's more than a fair point. It's a wonderful point. Especially yeah. if he's bent at the university. Right. Yeah, exactly. And because he's got two years remaining on his. Maybe he has three years to get him to that 50 year mark and wants to be paid for it. So he's not retiring. Because yeah. what should happen was he. Got to name his own exit. Right. He had a farewell. He went all over the went, place went and got for a gifts. whole year like K did. And then yep. he would be, I don't know, whatever, Coach Emeritus. Co- Coach whatever. Emeritus, yeah. And I don't know that's going to end. I don't know that it's going to end that way at Syracuse. So. It feels like it got it got bad there at the end between him and the university. That just, just from the way that he handled that thing yesterday, the university releasing the statement that they released yesterday, having the coach already named, I feel like it was one of those things, like for the last couple of years, they've been saying, are you going, when you going, when you going, when you going, when you going, he wouldn't give him an answer, so they made a decision for him, right? They made that decision for him and said, we're ready for you to go. We want to turn over anew. And it's not like Syracuse has been dominating. I mean, they haven't had a 20-win season in the last four years or something like that, and he only has one national championship, Josh, and I hate to be that guy. I know he's second most wins in the history of college basketball behind Mike Krzyzewski, but I feel like Jim Beheim for 47 years never lived up to expectation. I mean, one national championship in 47 years isn't great. You've got to do more than that. And in college basketball, when you're judging coaches, you know, we talked about it last year with Bill Self, getting that second title. Hell, getting that second title for Andy Reid puts you in a different category. There's only four or five coaches in the history of the game to have more than two titles in the NCAA, right? You got your, you know, your your your, your Woodens, your Kays, your Roys, your Bob Knights. I think uh, Adolph Rupp may be on that list as well and some other guy I never heard of. But you're, you're looking at um, a, a situation where 47 years and you won one championship. You won a lot of games because you stayed forever, right? You stayed there forever to win all those games, but you only have that one national title. And that's how we judge coaches. He didn't win enough championships at Syracuse. I don't know. For me, I don't, I don't, I don't view him that way, but did he put the program on the map? Did you know two, three zone? Yeah. Did you know you did. always, you, always a point. player? Yeah. I'm like synonymous with your school. But I got to be honest all, with you. I don't know anybody since Jerry McNamara. Checks, checks all those boxes, you know, mm-hmm. synonymous with the school. But that's part of college basketball. I think yep. that's a little bit of the problem that's going to be moving forward for college basketball. Right. They, you don't, you don't know the names a lot anymore, uh, except for maybe your team. Right. And now the the coaches that have been synonymous with these programs are going away. It's going to be an interesting shift for for college basketball, especially to to figure out if it still can can. I don't want to say be relevant because it'll always be relevant um, to a certain extent, but can it regain massive popularity again from, I think where it was even 10 years ago. Right. I don't think, I don't think it has the same appeal. I don't think it has the same appeal um, that it did back in the day, because as we talk with Ben Maller about, you remember those big Monday games at Syracuse. I mean, that was a, that was appointment television back in the day. And and it, it's changed a lot since then, and, and, and it has not had the appeal, the large scale appeal nationally. You're it, it's become a 
lot like baseball, college basketball has. You focus on your team, and, and that's it, and that's fine. I don't I don't care if, if people are huge college basketball fans that can name every player and coach. Who cares? That That's too much information to know. You know your team and then who they're playing that night, and that's really about it, and that's okay to do it that way. But the coaches are what really gave college basketball that cachet, and the NIL has come in, which I am in total full support of, but clearly these legendary coaches don't want to deal with it, and so they're getting out. And if the NIL never came into play, Mike Krzyzewski would probably still be coaching. Roy Williams would probably still be coaching. Maybe Bayheim is still coaching. I, I know for a fact Jay Wright would still be coaching if that was in as well. So all of these legendary coaches, which the game is about the coaches in college basketball, they're gone. And you got Bill Self, and you got Tom Izzo, and you got Cal left. And that's it of the truly great, phenomenal name brand head coaches in college basketball uh meanwhile there's detroit mercy they have a guy who by the name of antoine davis who has the opportunity to be the all-time ncaa scoring leader Mm -hmm. but they need another game right they need one he's three points behind he is three shy of (laughs) pete maravich detroit mercy lost in the horizon league quarterfinals 71 66 mm-hmm. to Youngstown State, you leaving Davis three points shy of Pistol Pete. Right. So now the school is weighing can it get a bid anywhere to play a postseason game in the CBI? Because they have a losing record, but That's they might right. be able to go to the CBI. But you have to pay to go to that. $27,500 is what they need to come up with to play in the CBI. Which, again, you can go to postseason tournaments and, and pay your way in. Right. That's the way it works. That's the way it works. Right? With some of these, mm-hmm. especially these smaller ones that are after the season. So the school has to decide whether or not they want to pay the money to go into this tournament in order to give this guy a chance to be the all-time scoring leader. I will say this. Don't be a cheap-ass Detroit Mercy. Write the check and get this in and get this done because what else does Detroit Mercy have? Correct. You got to do it for you got to do it for your legacy of your school. Of your school, yeah. Like Have nobody's talking Detroit Mercy hoops, I promise. The all-time scoring leader in your school's history will cost you $27,500 to make it happen. Somebody needs to pick up the freight on this. I would think. Is there an alum? Is there, is, is there a coach? Is there somebody out there? Do we need to start a GoFundMe? I think their collective ought to be, uh, if there is one at Detroit Mercy, right. ought to be in on this one. I mean, I think you borrow from the university yeah. to, to get into this. $27,500 is not a lot of money mm-hmm. to a university. And, and if you decide that you're not going to write the check and play in this because of the money thing, then you are really doing a disservice to your university because really for the end of time, especially with the way college basketball is going right now, and folks don't stay around more than a hot minute, this could be a, I mean, how long has Pete Maravich's record been intact, Josh? I mean, 50 years or something like that? Probably longer. He's, he's been passed away for a long, long time. Right. So so this is this has been in, in place for a, for a very, very long time. I don't see anybody sticking around college basketball long enough to top this record. Detroit Mercy needs to get out there and write this check, let this kid play, and let him become the all-time scoring leader in college basketball. That's something that your university can market for years to come, and I think it's probably something that's pretty cool from a recruiting standpoint as well. You can come to Detroit Mercy and be the leading scorer in the history of college basketball. If you don't have that, what do you have if you're Detroit Mercy? What is Detroit Mercy? 13th. 13th, it says, for the K. We'll discuss next. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Next. On a Thursday, along with Bob Fesco, I'm Josh Klingler, Jed Marshall in for B-Dub today. Little Red Hot Chili Peppers. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Definitely not the Chili Peppers. Uh, for the uh, the more of the story on this Detroit Mercy story, I knew the coach. I didn't put together two and two. It's the rest of the story. Yeah. Um, Mike Davis is the coach of Detroit Mercy. Right. Following the classic line of coaches who ascend and then descend. Yeah. The former Indiana coach. Right. Then he went to UAB. And then went to Texas Southern, I believe. Oh. And then Detroit Mercy. Ooh. Not exactly the who's who's. No, that's not a big run there. Um, Antoine Davis is his kid. Okay, so the dad's got to write yeah, okay, the check. Okay, never mind. Don't, yeah. don't ask the NIL no. to collect it for anything. Dad Co- can write the check. Coach is writing the check. Yeah, dad okay. needs to write okay. the check on that okay. one. Yeah, he's he, you got to write the check for your kid, man. That you got to do that. 27-5, you're, you're buying your way in. Yeah, you got to do that. That's the best 27-5 you'll ever spend. Except if he goes scoreless and you lose. <laughs> well, no, you're getting uh, you're getting the ball like uh, Kobe's last game. Yeah, or, yeah. You know, <laughs> when he took sixty shots or whatever it was. Correct. You're, you're feeding him the rock. Yeah, the whole time. Hmm. Yeah, write the check, Dad. Don't be a cheap ass. Mike Davis said, "I just charge it would it. definitely." They would definitely accept any invitation, but added the decision would be more up to the players. Oh, the players got to be involved for this, too. Got to be involved. Got to be involved and say, yeah, we're playing. We're doing it for our teammate. What kind of teammates are you if you don't vote to do this? And why would you want to play another game? Most of these kids are not going to go pro in basketball from Detroit Mercy. A lot of them will be at Enterprise Rent-A-Car next month. Mm. Davis fielded a question from a reporter about playing in the CBI. He said he wouldn't have a problem with it, but didn't sound overly excited about the possibility. Everybody wants to play in the NCAA tournament. Nobody wants to go play in the no disrespect to the CBIs and NIT. No, he's, they're right about that. Except in this instance, I think you should be excited about right. it. Right. This is something different. This is a unique circumstance, right? Yeah. Yeah. Go do it. Go do it. How big a name is Jim Beheim? Good question. We got this text. I thought maybe the person was joking. And they're not. 913-586-7610, the J Southland Tow Service text line. We were talking about Jim Beheim in the last segment. Right. And he said, and wasn't his championship with Bill Self's recruits. And I said, huh? To which you responded, huh. This person responded, Jim Beheim. Didn't he take over Self 
after Self left for KU and the championship that he won was Bill Self's recruits. I responded back, are you joking And this or show not? you don't know because the stuff that we do, right? Because sometimes yeah. people will play along with their sense of humor. Like, no, I'm trying to play along right. and joke. Right, It's hard to decipher that and on so the sometimes text. I'm like, are you joking or not? Right. And I said, Bayheim's been at Syracuse for 47 years. And he said, oh, bleep. Self came from Illinois, didn't he? My bad. They're orange, though. <laughs> LOL. But you know what? For that guy right there, yeah, okay. you're I my hero. No, I love that guy yeah. because... You're exactly what a sports fan is. You're a casual sports fan that doesn't pay attention to the minutiia every single day. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely no, nothing wrong with that. I just didn't know if he was making a joke because they, they were both orange schools. Yeah. And or he was just playing along with us. And, yeah. You know, my so stupidity. I wanted to make sure, are, you, yeah. are, you, are you joking or not? Right. And he, in this case, was not. But that's fine. That's yeah. okay. Yeah. It's yeah. okay not to know who these guys are. Yeah. That tells you a lot about the sports. Now, if we were to say random football coach, you'd be like, yeah, I know that guy. He was the offensive coordinator here. He coached the running backs there, and he's the head football coach now here. Like, we know the NFL. We know that kind of stuff. I don't blame you for not knowing that and getting your wires crossed. That's fine, fine. man. You're a normal guy. You probably have a couple of kids, and you got other things going on. You're not keeping track of Jim Boeheim. Or you're super young. Or, or yeah, or you're super young. Yeah. It's one or the other. You're in your twenties, yeah. and you're right. like, I don't know where self came from. He's right. been here the entire time I remember. Correct. Yeah, self's been here twenty years yeah. now. Yeah. They play West Virginia today in the NCAA tournament. All right, so there's a uh, there's a new list out. I haven't looked at this. You told me not to look at it. I told you not okay. to look at it. Specifically said, do not look at this okay. list. That's and cool. you did, Which you? is hard. No, I didn't. Because it's just... like my daughter. When I told no, her the I other didn't. day, no, was fine. don't turn on the oven. I'm leaving. I'll be back in 90 <laughs> minutes. Don't, whatever you do, don't turn on yeah, the oven. Yeah. I just cleaned it. It's got some debris in there. I need to vacuum it up. She says, okay. And then 90 minutes the later, I, I call her. I go, what are you doing? Baking a cake. <laughs> and especially with a list, because I'm a sucker. F- I'm a sucker for a list. So I'll click on. No, you told me don't click on this list. So uh, I did not. Yeah, I yes. have not clicked on this. Correct. List. I told you not to click on this list. Our, our but the, uh, uh, the 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 K is 13th on said list. Right, and and the list is from from Odyssey, our our parent company. They came out with their you know they ranked the baseball stadiums, and and I love looking at this list to see where we are because we, we look we have a very nice ballpark, but it's getting to the point now where. I don't know if you've heard this or not. The Royals may be exploring leaving Kauffman Stadium. I've I've heard something about this. Okay, yes. you've heard something yeah, about yeah. that. So they they listed all the ballparks in in uh, Major League Baseball from one to thirty, and the Royals come in at number thirteen on this list. And it says uh, from the crown on the center field scoreboard to the outfield fountains, Kauffman is a beautiful place to view a game in the summer, no doubt about it. And they said in the K as we're talking about a new downtown stadium, it seems to be where it's going. And and usually the K's in the top you know, five, six, seven ballparks in baseball on a lot of these lists, and it's progressively falling down the list. So you understand why the Royals are exploring and and will be building a new downtown ballpark in the East Village because it's just time. It's outlived its, its usefulness right now in Major League Baseball. And if you can replace Yankee Stadium, you can replace any ballpark in, in, in Major League Baseball as far as I'm concerned, right? Because that was Yankee Stadium. Babe yeah, Ruth played it's, here. Right? Yeah, it's got yeah, some, it's, that's got some cachet. A little bit of history to it. Kauffman's yeah. beautiful. Don't have a lot of cachet at Kauffman Stadium when it comes to stuff like that. There's been some nice moments there, but nothing like at old Yankee not, Stadium, not, for example. Not quite the lore. I get right. it. Yeah. So the stadiums that come in ranked ahead and of I Kauffman. I love the K. And I, 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 it's beautiful. I, do. I love right. the K. But. The ones that come in ahead, Yankee Stadium comes in at number 12. I don't understand the love affair with Bush Stadium in St. Louis. I think that stadium is cheaply built. I think it sucks. And I'm not just saying that. Boring. And it's boring. And yeah. and to me, the number one problem that I've always had with that stadium, you can't see the arch from every seat. You should be able to sit there and see the arch from every seat at Bush Stadium. 
And you can't. That should be a selling point. Right. There's overhangs. And so that comes in at number 11. I'm not into that one. Number 10, Citizen Bank Park in Philadelphia. I've not done that one. Coors Field comes in at number nine. Really cool ballpark. Nice setting. Nice little field they got there. Uh, City Field at number eight for the Mets. Not in on that one. I, I, it's okay. It's, it's a stadium. It's nothing, you know. Uh, Petco Park at seven. I thought that's in your top three or four, right? In San Diego, that's got to be up there. Uh, number six is Camden Yards, my all-time favorite. PNC Park, Pittsburgh, I'm number so five. Mad. I've only been to, I've only been to Camden Yards one time. That's all you need to go. We didn't go to a game. Oh well, <laughs> and we were walking around that district. Yeah, my wife and I, and we didn't take one picture of the stadium. Oh, and I was like. We were just by Camden Yards. What do we, yeah, we didn't even didn't even didn't even. And I need to go there for a game because it was like locked and there was no tours that day just or whatever. Knock on the I'm door, let somebody. I my know. dad and I have done oh, that before. Oh, I, I was tr- I was trying gate entries and everything, and yeah, you're just walking, going from out of town, like yeah. to see the stadium. Yeah. Somebody say, "All right, come on down," yeah. uh, or are you just tell me you want to buy tickets and they'll let you in to pick That's a seat. True. <laughs> That's true. I like that. I'm here for pick a seat. <laughs> uh, PNC Park in Pittsburgh, number five, beautiful ballpark. Uh, number four is Wrigley. I mean, unless you're drunk in the outfield, what does Wrigley really offer you? I mean, it's got the history, but it's... I honestly haven't been there since they did all the neighborhood stuff. So. Yeah, but that's outside the stadium. That's not in it. Well, yeah, because the in it was always kind of a dump. Yeah. I mean, it's antiquated, small, right, tight. They do have troughs, and I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, number three, number yeah. three, Dodger Stadium. Are we just putting it up there because it's Dodger Stadium? Because quite honestly... They never seem very excited about it. Why yeah. should anybody else... Number two is Oracle Park in San Francisco. And the number one ballpark they have is Fenway, which, I mean, come on. Fenway, if it wasn't for Fenway Park and the Green Monster, that stadium bites the big one. There's yeah, no they, amenities in that joint. But they do have the Green Monster, so it is, it is yeah, but, iconic. But it, it is. But if, if, if the list is you're ranking your stadiums, Fenways and Wrigley aren't some of your best stadiums. They're just not. They're just not. So I want to well, ask. It depends what you're looking for. Are you looking for a historical what have you? Right. Because, you know, the one in L.A. is the nicest stadium. If you want to go to a nice stadium, it's really nice. It's not the most iconic. Right. In football. You know what I mean? Like, you'd want to say you'd want to say Lambeau Field would be my number I one. I see vote, what you're you saying. Know? Yeah. Yeah. So baseball, I think baseball's got that probably even to more of an extent. It's not, well, you, you live with the non-amenities of places right. like that. Don't go to Wrigley and say, you know what? The, boy, I wish the Wi-Fi was better and it was easier to get. A beer, you know, you, know, you go to Wrigley to pass out to center Wrigley field on a Friday afternoon. <laughs> going to Wrigley, go to Wrigley. I'm going to Fenway to go to Fenway. So yeah. those those do are in consideration, right? Okay, I understand what you're saying there, but there are some stadiums where I looked at, I go, I don't know who plays there based on the name of the stadium, and I'm going to see if you know who plays there. Okay, all right, mm. who plays at the Ring Central Coliseum? Uh, the A's. You're right. The Coliseum gave it away, it right? Did, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'll just read the sponsor and see if you know <laughs> uh, Chase Field. Arizona. Good job. Lone Depot Park. Ooh. Go Texas. You're wrong. That's no. the Miami Marlins. No. Uh, who plays at Nationals Park? <laughs> the Nationals? Right, very good. Wait, wait till they change the naming on that uh, one. The people, people are going to lose so their mind. Ticked. How about Globe Life Field? That's Texas. That is Texas. Yeah. Great American Ballpark? Reds? Yes. You're better than I thought. How about Guaranteed Rate Field? Oh, that's, that's, that's old Comiskey. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know about Chicago. American Family Field? Uh, Milwaukee. There you go. Good job out of you. Look well, at you. I have a college friend that works for American uh, Family. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see if we got a T-Mobile Park. It could be anywhere. It could be. You're right. 
T-Mobile Park. Right. Somewhere west. Okay. Yes. Am I, yeah, am I warm? You're, you're warm, yeah. Um, T-Mobile Park. Yep. It's not San Francisco. Nope. It's not the Angels. Nope. Seattle? Yes. Okay. It is Seattle. Truest Park. Which used to be Safeco, but now it's T-Mobile? Right. Okay. Yeah. Truest Park. Truest Park. Yeah. T-R-U-I-S-T? Yes, right. Truest Park. No idea. That one is Atlanta. Huh. And finally, Angel Stadium of Anaheim. <laughs> I got it. I think I got it. Okay. It is uh, the Dodgers. Yeah, that's right. Okay, you right, nailed right, it. Right. You nailed it. Yes. Hmm. Some of those stadiums ought to get on some naming rights. Right. That's where the money's at. Right. From the text line, I hate how you guys think stadiums suck because they aren't new. The history of the stadium is what makes them special. For a couple stadiums, yes. I do yeah, agree yeah. with you, Fenway and Wrigley. They did tear down Yankee Stadium. I don't I'm go, a, I, I don't I go to you, see the Chiefs or Royals so I can eat around the stadium and spend money. I go to watch the game. Yeah, a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't. A lot of people go to, to hang in, out to and take, be in an event. Yeah. yeah, to take in an event. Right. I think you make a good point, though, about Yankee Stadium. Like, of all places, they tore down Yankee Stadium, for goodness sake. They sakes. tore down Yankee Stadium. No stadium. <laughs> no stadium <laughs> no whatsoever safe. is should safe. Be safe. Right. At all. Uh, betters are dumb. We'll get to that next. So people are really lining up to bet the Jets? Well, yeah, people are dumb, right? I wouldn't bet the Jets with Aaron Rodgers or without Aaron Rodgers. It's still the Jets, you know? Jets could be putting themselves into must-win category, though. That, that's No, there's no question. Yeah, you, you, you get Aaron Rodgers, and you better go out there, and you better win a championship or at least get to the AFC championship game. Otherwise, it's a failed experiment. Correct. They're putting themselves in a bad Bad position. They really are, but it's the Jets. They do this, man. They do this all the time to themselves. But the Jets getting tons of Super Bowl action now because of the the possibility of having one Aaron Rodgers as their quarterback. Right. New York racked up the 30-to-1 odds. Mm-hmm. Okay. And now they're the most popular Super Bowl bet at Caesars. The 10th lowest odds with the Saints and the Lions at that point in time. But then the numbers started to come in midday yesterday. According to Caesars, 52% of the tickets and almost 61% of the handle that mm-hmm. being spent. Right. We're on the Jets. That's insane. That's insane. More tickets and more money on the Jets to win the Super Bowl over that span than any other NFL, every other NFL team combined. Right. The Super Bowl odds also swung from 30 to 1 to 20 to 1. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly enough, they got past the Chargers. Right. <laughs> America's sweetheart. Right. The Jags. Mm hmm. And the Ravens. The Ravens would probably stand to move if Lamar. Yeah, depending on what Lamar. Uh, yeah. I just saw a tweet this morning from Skip Bayless that said the word on the street is if Lamar had an agent, he'd already have a deal done with Baltimore. 
I am kind of in that camp. I'm wondering. Yeah, I've been. In, I've, yeah. I've been in that camp. I don't think. I don't think Lamar has helped himself here. Not having an agent, you don't create enough. Because interest. eventually, the agent says you got to sign the deal. Yeah, we've tried. This is as yeah. far as we're going to get. Right. Let's take the best deal. Correct. I will come up with a mystery team. Whatever needs to be done. Lamar's got the well. He's got the NFLPA assisting him in this endeavor. I don't think that they've probably been able to do enough to fan the flames like you would with an agent. Right. Right. They're they're leaking stuff. People are leaking stuff, but I don't know who's in Lamar's camp, who he's got on his side, all that kind of stuff. Well, he doesn't have somebody who's one got expertise in doing this and negotiating with teams. And and two, one that's good at misdirection. Or mm-hmm. again, fanning flames, right. helping to push in a different direction. There's nobody doing that. And I don't even think his real intentions are out there, which has been weird too, right? Correct. Everybody assumes he wants a guaranteed contract. Right. I've never heard Lamar say I want a guaranteed contract. I think every quarterback right now reported on that either. Right. But based on Deshaun Watson getting that guaranteed deal, Josh, every single person who plays the quarterback position that has any bit of talent should go into every negotiation with the first thing being, I want a guaranteed contract because the precedent has been set. Then we can negotiate from there. So does does uh, Lamar want a guaranteed contract? You bet he does. I think everybody would like a guaranteed contract but is he demanding for their place it? of employment. But I, And that's the other thing. Is he demanding it? I don't know. If he is demanding that guaranteed contract, he is going to need to take a step back and understand that he's probably not going to get that guaranteed contract. I don't call it collusion, and I hate that word that's being thrown around that it's collusion. I think all the owners are just saying, no, we're not going to do that. We've never done this before. There's an outlier, a bad outlier in Cleveland that did it, but we're not going to change what we've been doing for the last 30 years when it comes to managing a salary cap and managing a team to go out there and do something uh, th- that's ridiculous like we saw Cleveland You don't think do. it's a collusion, it's a collective agreement that they have not discussed out loud. Right. Or, or it's just something <laughs> all, that this has all, been the case. They you know? all know. Yeah. They, they like all know we don't want to do this. Right. And I still think that there's questions about, from a Lamar perspective, how much do you really like him as a quarterback. Right. 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 Exactly. His style, his opening self up mm-hmm. to get hit running the football right. will scare some people off. Correct. He's a good thrower that runs really well. Right. Mm, that has some detractors to it. It does. I think that that's factoring into this as well. Well, it does, Josh, because you're going to invest money in a quarterback that's played 12 games that, each of the last two years. Right. And has had the injury issue like you just mentioned, but also puts himself out there, puts himself on the line when he runs like that, which every quarterback does. But that's a big part of Lamar's game. It's a huge part of Lamar's game. It was it's what makes him special, it's what makes him different, it's what makes him unique. But I don't find it to be collusion. I just find it to be in the way that the league is set up right now with the salary cap. Guaranteed contracts in the NFL are the dumbest thing you can do for any position. Patrick Mahomes doesn't have a guaranteed contract. No player in the NFL should ever have a guaranteed contract. I understand the Browns are stupid and they gave that creep a guaranteed contract in Cleveland. But other than that, you can't do it. It will cripple your franchise. Cripple your franchise. And they all know it. Right. They don't want to do it. I don't think baseball players should have guaranteed contracts, but they do, and that's the world in which we live. But baseball's a little bit different than football. 
It's a different style of sport. You're not beating somebody's head in on every single play. Now, am I surprised that there still hasn't been someone that's been willing to do it? Yeah, I am. That's where I'm surprised. Well, but somebody did do it. Not with Lamar. Oh, with Lamar. You're with Lamar. About. Yeah. But there's not somebody who's going, I don't care. He's been hurt. He's dynamic as hell, and I want him as my quarterback. Who's that desperate team? Who is that desperate team? Oh, they haven't found it. Cleveland I, is a desperate team. I, and that's where I think an agent comes in. I think an agent could find that. Yeah. I don't know if Lamar can on his own. Find or that even desperate trying. team or even try. Does, does he make calls? Does his mom make calls? Do they it feel like I don't even know how it would work, Josh. I don't even know how it would work in that type of situation. I don't think. I think you hire an agent not because you want to, but because. Well, you have to. You have to. You have to. They, yeah. You need them to navigate that. It's not a str- if you're just like, hey, I'm going to I'm going to sign with this team and we're just going to come to an agreement. Right. OK, fine. Fine. There are some legal nuances with especially when you're now looking for other teams that I think an agent would be would better handle for you. Right. They know how to beat the bushes. They know how to to make the calls. They know how to, again, fan fan the flames of right. fake news. Right. Even, right. Right. And, and do all those things that he's not he's not getting right now. Right. So I think that's that's. To me, the biggest reason why he's not signed with somebody. Right. Um, huge game today for the Royals. We've been talking about the lineups now out, Bob. As the uh, the Royals take on uh, Great Britain today mm-hmm. in a hugely anticipated matchup. The Royals are battling all of Great Britain for world supremacy today on the uh, on the diamond. Two o'clock start on Royals.com. And what we didn't know earlier... Maybe I should have, maybe I should have kept track of this, but there's no one else I would like to battle England than Zach Greinke. Perfect, Zach Zach Greinke, yeah, with his samurai sword in hand, mm-hmm. uh, will be leading the Royals into this world matchup for supremacy. He'll be taking on. Great Britain today. Right. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, the rest I like the, it. Can you go through the rest of the lineup, though? Or can we find somebody that can? They're playing with Great Britain today. Right. I would think that would bring out... The British lady? I, I believe so. Is the British lady available to go uh, through the lineup? Let's see. Do we have British I, lady music here? I heard here? she is calling the game right. for Great Britain. Yep, on the uh, BBC. On on, on the, the BBC.com. Yeah, we need some British music. I, actually, actually, I just got the BBC Plus. BBC no, Plus, BBC, is that where BBC she is? Plus. <laughs> the BBC on, Plus on, today? On the app today, but she will be calling <laughs> Royals against Great Britain, which I can't wait to hear some of the highlights from her tomorrow. Right. I'm sure she'll have some highlights. It's going probably, to be right? fantastic. I, mean, I, I don't know if she will. Um, but uh, let's cue the British music, and okay, let's see if we can who, find her. Here's who the Royals are, are sending out against Great Britain. Well, hello! Royals fans, we have a game today at two in the afternoon, half past five. Leading off for Kansas City in center field, a chap named Garcia. Garcia in center field. She's just like us. She doesn't know any first names. At second base, hitting second, another chap, Lofton. Kenny Lofton playing second base. Nick Lofton. Love that guy. Batting third for the Royals of Kansas City, the first baseman, David Beatty. I don't think it's David Beatty. 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 David playing first base. Playing out, the, playing out his contract. Batting fourth for the Royals of Kansas City, named for our queen at third base. Oh, not Doja. It is Camarago. 
Camargo at third base. Camargo, I believe, but whatever. Batting fifth and playing left field for the Royals. Blanco. Doug Blanco mm. in left field today. Playing designated hitter and standing for round for most of the game. Bill Gentry. Gentry at DH. Might be Bill. I'm not here. Playing Royal Air Force is somebody named Cross. Chris Cross in right field. At catcher for the Royals of Kansas City. Salvia, batting seventh, we have Reitz. <laughs> we have who? Reitz. Jeff Reitz. Reitz. Playing catcher. Mm. At shortstop, we have Sandy Dungan playing shortstop today. <laughs> Miss Sandy Dungan. And on the mound, towing the slab, mm. batting ninth, Zach Greinke. Mm. That's your lineup today against Great Britain, I guess. Cheerio on and Honey Nut Cheerio as well. On Royals.com, British Lady on BBC+. Plus. In a bit of breaking news, I just saw this on Twitter. Uh, apparently, Bill Self is not going to coach the Kansas game today. He is in the hospital with an illness. That Ooh. according to... The University of Kansas. They did announce they it? They did announce okay. that. Okay. okay. We were waiting for the official official. Yeah. Okay. That's why I saw it. There's yeah. been a lot of stuff going. A lot of rumors going around. There's yeah. been a lot of stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Kansas um, basketball coach will miss today's Big 12 games. He recovers from an illness. Assistant Norm Roberts will serve as acting head coach. Self is doing well and receiving great care at the KU Health System. Good. Okay. There it is. Just got just got that. Yep. Just got that as well. Yeah. We were waiting for it to be official. Right. Um. Yeah. A lot of rumors going around this morning. And and look, I will say this. You, you, we've seen this now for the last probably half hour or so. We've made it a point. You and I have. We're not jumping to conclusions until we no. get it officially. I like to get it officially. Yeah. right. So I'm not going to speculate on, on hey. the what either. You've probably seen you've it probably if you're on, seen you're on and, social yep, media. But yep. we'll uh, not be coaching today's game for the uh, for the James. And, and I wonder, I mean, just today, I mean, you know. I'm not going to sit and rule them out of the tournament. I don't, you know, that's not my job to do anything like that, but. You think. Yeah. You know, just go in. Well, I don't know. Right. They're only calling it an illness. Right. But it's an illness. But he's in the hospital. As they said, he's being taken care of by the Kansas University Medical Center. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Um, I was kind of thinking Sean Payton might work. And then there's something now that tells me no. (laughs) We'll get to that next. Tournament coverage on 610 Sports Radio brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Three area locations. Find your favorite lodge at TwinPeaksRestaurant.com. Big 12 championship uh, began last night, but is back underway today. Um, Kansas to play at 2 o'clock today. We'll do so without Bill Self on the sidelines, officially from the university. Uh, Self will miss today's game. He recovers from an illness. Assistant coach Norm Roberts will serve as the acting head coach. Self is doing well and receiving great care at the University of Kansas Health System. Again, I'm only going with official stuff. I'm not speculating. I'm not going with what's going around the Twitterverse from an 
and I don't, I don't think that'll probably fully reveal anything unless right. he would reveal something himself. Unless and he if reveals that's the case, it. That, then then that's fine. But um, out for uh, today's game, uh, the two o'clock start. We have K State basketball tonight, right here on Six Ten Sports Radio. K State against TCU, the three six matchup, and eight thirty tip off tonight, right here on Six Ten Sports Radio. I'm not rooting for Sean Payton by any stretch of the imagination. I laugh that he's gotten into this situation with, with Russell Wilson. And apparently, according to reports, maybe isn't in tune with Russell Wilson, is annoyed that he's uh, conversing too much with Drew Brees mm-hmm. <laughs> and whatever other reports are out there. But I thought, well, like they do have a, an established coach in the building. This has got a chance. But then there's this i mean how do i put this this is harry high school okay okay so sean payton is doing something that you do when you're a high school coach or when you're a college coach or a youth league coach or something like this so what sean payton is doing this is unbelievable (laughs) this comes from peter king Peyton told Peter King that he's going to put an old car front and a, a special car. It, it says, uh, it, I, <laughs> what I'm reading says an old yeah, car yeah. in the parking lot yeah, yeah. of the Broncos facility so that all the players and coaches will see it. He said he'll have the rear view mirror plus the side mirrors removed from the car because they want his players to be focused on looking forward and ahead and not behind. <laughs> this is just stupid. I mean, this is this is as as like childish as it gets, right? This is how you motivate youngsters. Yeah, this shouldn't be how you motivate the NFL. I read Josh this story, and he looked at me, and his response was, "It's not real." No, you said six and eleven. Yeah, I did say six and eleven. <laughs> yeah, I did. This okay. is how we right. determine who's yeah, six, going 11. to be six and eleven. Yeah. Every and, and you know what? For the most part, a lot of this stuff has panned out. I mean, a lot of this stuff is. I nailed the the Cleveland Browns a couple of years ago. Six and ten, boom, six and ten. And and so <sighs> when you see stuff like this, this tells you how bad it is out in Denver, how bad the culture needs to be changed out there, and how ridiculous it is that they've got to go through stuff like this, where they're deciding that they're going to park a car with no mirrors on it outside of the facility so the players focus on moving forward and not what's in the rearview mirror and not what happened in the past. Isn't that ridiculous? You shouldn't be doing this in the NFL. This is how coaches lose teams yeah. in, in the professional yeah, ranks. The professional ranks, sure. Someone says, as a high school coach, I even take offense to this. <laughs> Very valid question. Please tell me it's a Bronco. That would be appropriate. Yeah, that would be good. But you know what? Old Broncos are worth a lot of money right now. And I've seen a lot of refurbished old Broncos. Somebody probably steal it and redo it on the parking lot. Yeah, and I'm not. And the new ones are too hard to get right now, right? So you can notes if you see a stripped down old jalopy alongside some very nice vehicles in the Broncos parking lot this season, you'll know why. Right. Maybe one of those Bronco twos that they used to have. Remember the Bronco twos that back in the day that really didn't take off. My friend Drew had one of those in college, our freshman year. Maybe you put one of those out Mm. there, but I mean, some of these old Broncos that I'm seeing now, Josh, the people are refurbing. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. I'd love an old, an old one fixed up. So uh, the mile high report posted this and got some great responses. One one person, right? 
right? So seems a little JV to me. I'd also question that if you're type of player that actually needs or can use a prop like that as motivation, you're maybe not the type of player that's inherently competitive enough for the NFL, but Hey, who knows? Right. Peyton must another shared this. So we go from let's ride to broken ride. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny. I think this is something, uh, Broken ride. Let's ride, bro. I think anything that's supposed to help motivate me to not remember something only helps me to remember that thing. So it seems a bit reverse psychological. I like that. I'd say the best solution for forward thinking is to literally just forwardly think and stop doing the same old thing like losing incompetently. Well, I think what they ought to do, what they ought to do, if they really want to not look in the past and move forward, get rid of the quarterback. I don't know how that organization is going to be. And I'm, this is the God's honest truth. I mean, I'm, I'm not, we like that fun and joke. I don't know how that organization can move forward with that quarterback. Because every day you walk in there, you're looking at that guy who thought he was better than everybody on the team because he had his own office and his own people hanging around. He was a guy that did that stupid Broncos country, let's ride. He's cheesy. And he wasn't any good last year. What if he took his car, did it? Yeah. Took the mirrors off. Russ's car or rode, just, or just put that, Russ in the parking lot, rode, rode that to the front of the parking lot, like a cardboard cut out of Russ. Remember, we're not playing with this guy anymore. We're not playing with Russ's car. I I, I think it's going to be hard for a lot of those guys to move forward. If you have Russell Wilson, still it'll later. probably be a geo tracker with a Bronco badge. Well done. <laughs> 903-586-7610. Go ahead Couple of Bronco uh, geo tracker ones coming yeah, in. That's pretty funny. I do like that. Just go ahead and do yeah. that. Um, Broncos country. Let's park. That's very good too. <laughs> When they win their first game, they're all going to take a sledgehammer and take turns beating the hell out of the car yeah. like a homecoming celebration. Yeah. Yeah. We tried to do that here. We couldn't get past <laughs> couldn't our lawyers. Couldn't do that. No, we yeah. wanted to do that the Spectre's car. I we think we could probably still get that done. We got Palumboed. Yeah. Uh, you love uh, any NHL expansion talk, don't you? Well, I, I, I don't like expansion <laughs> talk anymore because I don't think we need more than 32 teams. You know what I'm saying? Like 32 is the perfect number of teams. The NFL doesn't need to expand anymore. Baseball can add two more teams. I think the NBA is at 30, if I'm not mistaken. They're going to add Vegas and Seattle, put you at 32. And I don't know if the NHL is at 32 right now. If it is, great. But if it's if it, if it is at 32, then you're done expanding. You don't need to expand. And especially to the markets where they're talking about expanding. They're talking about going to Houston, and they're talking about going to Atlanta. Last time I checked, Atlanta's already had two NHL teams that failed. Why would you go back to Atlanta for a third time? Two? Yes. The Flames used to be in Atlanta. Oh, okay. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that. I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, the Calgary Flames started as the Atlanta Flames. And then they moved to Calgary, and that's where they stand now. And then you had the Atlanta Thrashers. Thrashers, yeah, I remember Thrashers. And I think they're the Winnipeg Jets now, Mm. if I'm not mistaken on that. So you don't need to go out there and expand the National Hockey League. You need to focus on your teams. And if they're not doing good, feel free to move them. But every time you expand, you're diluting the talent pool even further. Denny Matthews has been saying this about baseball for generations now. Why do we continue to expand in baseball? We don't have enough talent as it is right now in Major League Baseball. And so what what, what the story was was basically Atlanta and Houston would be interested if the NHL wanted to expand. There was no like, oh, my God, the NHL is expanding and this is where they're going. And I liken that to me. I'd like to be president of the Kansas City Royals. Probably not going to happen today. It may happen in the future. I don't, I'm not ruling it out. But as of today, it's not happening. That's the job I would like. I'd like to be the president of the Royals. Probably not going to happen today. And just like with NHL expansion, Atlanta and Houston may want a team, but I just don't think the NHL needs to expand 
to those two markets. They need to focus on the markets that aren't working and relocate those teams. Like this thing in Arizona right now, they're playing at Mullet Arena. and Excuse me? They're playing at Mullet Arena. Mullet Arena? Yeah, I'm not making it up. A hockey team is playing in something called Mullet Correct. Arena. Correct, yeah. That is the greatest thing ever. Why... Why am I just hearing this? Well, because you don't follow hockey, but that's the name of the arena on the Arizona State University campus that seats 5,000 of where they're playing oh, right okay. now. I didn't know they were playing at Arizona State. Right. I didn't know it was at Mullet Arena, well, which is awesome. It, the that, Mullet you should, family gave the money, and that's why it's called the you, Mullet Arena. You, well, I, I, I understand that now, but I'm saying you should lean into this if you're a hockey team. Oh, hell yeah, you sakes. should. Yeah, absolutely You're playing should. at Mullet Arena. Right. But all the talk of building a new arena down there in Arizona for them – a lot of people think that's a lot of hot air. That's a team that could be relocated and moved and placed somewhere where, you know, a, an arena does exist. Maybe it is Kansas City. I don't know if Kansas City is still a desirable market, you know, for the National Hockey League. Again, you have to have an owner. We don't have that right now here in Kansas City. So there's a lot of hoping and dreaming and wanting. The NHL has to decide what they want to do. And, and I just don't feel like that you should expand past 32 because I believe that is the perfect number but also expand into markets where you've already had a team twice in recent history and it didn't fail. I wear my scouts jacket a lot, right? The NHL was only here for two years and that we're talking about in the early seventies, Kansas city. If you're looking at places of the NHL where they could go and they could do, I would give Kansas city an opportunity to have an NHL team before I would give Atlanta a third opportunity. But they're saying, well, if we move it to the suburbs where the people are, people, nah, you've had hockey twice down there now. You don't need a third third go-around with hockey in Atlanta. I like I like the source says, not sure these two cities are even at the top of our list. Right. <laughs> it's great reporting. Yeah. I like that. But there's a lot of Canadian cities that probably aren't doing Like Ottawa's always kind of run into some trouble. That team is up for sale right now and, and whatnot. So there's a lot of ways and directions you could go with it. I just don't think expansion is right right now. And then my favorite NFL tweet of the day did come from Diana Rossini today. Mm-hmm. We love the buzzwords and the uh, the vagueness of now reporting. Her tweet from this morning in the wake of an extensive in-person meeting between Aaron Rodgers and the New York Jets brass, including owner Woody Johnson. There's optimism in the Jets organization that they are on the brink of landing the future Hall of Fame quarterback. Sources close to the situation tell ESPN. There you go. So there's the latest. There's optimism of being on the brink. Right. There's a chance it could rain, possibly, almost certainly. Right. But maybe not. There's today's fantastic reporting, courtesy of Diana Racine. That's right. Way to go, Diana. Uh, if you missed any of the show today, including our extensive breakdown of, of uh, Royals versus Great Britain, mm-hmm. you can check that out at 610sports.com with the Odyssey app. We chatted with Jay Binkley. A lot of football talk with him and with Ben Maller of Fox Sports Radio, who joined us uh, for his Thursday visit. You can check it all out, 610sports.com or the Odyssey app. Good question. Is the car at Denver going to be parked in Russell Wilson's spot? I would think. I would hope so. I would think. Actually, probably his nutritionist spot. They They took away that person's parking spot. Stay tuned. More continues with Cody and Gold. They come your way next here on 610 Sports Radio. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.